episode 108. Whisper in your lover's ear, text the Soundhawk, 303-548-6877. Welcome, Soundhawk. Skater boy. How are you? I'm doing well. <laughs> Whatever's in your throat doesn't <coughs> suggest that you're Already? doing well. There was like a little... I'm, I'm doing well. That's good. That's better radio, now. That's radio ready. Mm-hmm. Much better. That's just my signature crack. Yep. Good show. You going to join us? I'm here. What are you I, you to... always hit record before I'm ready. I'm already peeking out. What the? Oh, it's okay. How long does it take you to open a Google Doc, man? I had to add something to it. Oh, always it's tinkering. Fine. It's fine. It's always fine tuning to make a better program. This is Natch. This is a Food News Eventually podcast. You got to bear with us through this part. This is episode 108, Unlucky Peach. Unlucky Peach. That's Josh. I'm Mark. He's Skater Boy. I'm Soundhawk. He's the Soundhawk. He's the. You're a market maven. I'm a kingmaker. Kingmaker in natural foods, natural products. That's it. I'm also a project management thought Product leader. management. That's what I said, product. You said project tech. So, Mark, nothing. Let's start this whole fucking thing over. No. Okay. We're already moving. Uh, Unlucky Peach, episode 108. Thanks for listening. Let's get to it. Um, so first of all, uh, let's not get to it. We're getting right to it. I'm going to talk about Expo West. Oh, probably, I think, probably the biggest trade show in natural foods. Oh, right, you're going to set up Expo West. I'm glad you're doing that. Well, you can do it. You, 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 uh, worked it. Weren't you a keynote speaker a hundred times at that thing? I was a little spe- uh, keynote. I don't think I was you were a never keynote. the keynote. No, you bring in the ringers for the keynotes. Really? You could have never achieved keynote status. You don't I'll think? go back as a keynote. Oh, one one day, you mark sense. my words, Expo West. He will I will return. be back as a keynote. He, the phoenix will rise from the ashes. Mm, I don't know how, I don't know why, I don't know when. But you know it's going to happen. I mean, we made a pretty big splash this year uh, when we attended. It's in Anaheim. Listen to that episode, 10-something. That's 106. Good job. Live from Expo West. Well, let's give them some, I, I, we've recapped, we've, some of our finds from the Expo experience of 2017. Yeah, that's what I was hoping for. I'll give you these. All right. You tell me what you think. Remember these beer bars? Oh, yeah, the regrained. Regrained. Now, Cho- if I'm. It, it, go ahead. Chocolate coffee stout, uh, honey almond IPA. You loved that one. That could be good. Uh, so, is this, am I right in thinking that this is a creative way to turn leftover yeah. ingredients from making a wart into some food? Hell yeah. So, you're reducing. The waste produced by beer. I like Food that. Food waste play, beer bars. Even if this tastes like shit, I'm behind it. Hey, you had it. What'd you think? I mean, they were delicious. We got two new flavors from Kettle. I thought you'd like these. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Kettle though. brand potato chips, the Moscow Mule flavor. Bloody okay. Mary flavor. I mean, Bloody Mary makes sense. Moscow Mule, that's like lime and... Mm, who knows? Ginger, isn't it? Yep, I think so. That could be good on a chip. All right. You didn't like those? I said that could be good on a chip. I thought that was an interesting. Uh, I, I didn't get a chance to try either of those. Oh, okay, I did. They were good. I was uh, swept away. By the Wayne Newton uh, dance-a-thon. Yeah. Uh, harmless a coconut. Harmless harvest, coconut water, a, key, a big player on the, one level down from the top. You know, there's the big. Uh, there's villager goods. Oh, there. Jesus Christ. That's why I put it in here, just to say, this is what's happening out there, villager. This is a crowded marketplace. Pay attention, my friends. All right. You got your big established national brands. 
One level down, the regional, the local players, you got Harmless there, who's like, they're creeping up, but they are legit. They're ready to do harm to the marketplace. They are harmless. You know, I'm not a big fan of harmless. You remember Whole Foods had that whole oh, harmless true. campaign? You, that's right. You don't like the word. I think it's just too... Uh, Nobody's harmless. What is it? You, what, is, what are you prone to saying? If you shit, you... It had something to do with shit. It often does. I said you can't take a shit without killing someone, right? Or you can't take a shit without yeah, it ending some, up in someone's like glass? That. No, I don't that's know. pretty much but it. If you exist on this planet, if you're inhaling oxygen, exhaling carbon, how's that work? You're causing harm. Picnic, butter coffee. <clears throat> I'm, this audio is a little weird this week. Nope. FYI, a little it's crunchy. totally normal. <clears throat> Picnic, butter coffee. Dirty chai flavor, mocha latte flavor, cappuccino flavor. They got the fucking butter in the coffee, ready to drink. Yeah, I've been there before. It's fine. Whatever. No, but have you ever seen, have you ever been, been able to buy it and not have to make it? Well, no. I assume this day would come. Of course. I think there's other brands out there, but it's, you know, MCT oil, grass-fed butter, et cetera, out of this awesome My brain company. is swelling just at the thought of it. You're worried about your cholesterol. Hey, there's, there's pictures in the, in the dock. People should fuck it. So here you go. Bonafide drinkable veggies. All sorts of, this is not your mom's V8 juice, you know. This is bone broth. You got it in there with bone broth. Okay. Quite the product. This is making quite a splash. Is it? Bonafide. How do you know it's making quite a splash? What are, where are these other circles you're running in? I well, mean, you run in this circle uh, every well, Friday. Well, look, I'll tell you this much. All your, all your clients want you to do some research on this? On our what's fr- happening our, in the friends, bone broth who, vegetable our juice? friends who run the show at Expo West, uh-huh. they have their finger on the pulse yeah, of the do. booth magic. And they're giving out awards for the best of the show. Did this win a nexty? You bet your bottom it did. Oh my god! Congratulations to Probably took Wayne. What's Newton's it called? Spot. Veggie broth, veggie bone, veggie bone. That's what it's called. Okay. And then this one's just for you. Did I'm you trying. see uh, Mitzi at the show? Mitzi Doolin with her, uh, mm-hmm. her with her balls. Yeah, we were. Yeah, we were. We had competing balls. I wanted to tell you what's in because this is the. Um, I was telling you off air about this. She's like a nutritionist for. Some sports team that you would know, like the Kansas City Royals or something like that. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Somebody throwing balls around, needing balls to replenish. She started making these for the team. They loved them. She started making them on her own. Now she's selling them. Simply full pro- fuel protein balls. Whole row. Compare this ingredient deck to yours. Okay, I did already, actually. Whole, so this is a simply fuel. Whole rolled oats. That is hard to say. Whole rolled oats. Sally sells seashells by the seashore. Whey protein concentrate, honey, peanut butter, coconut, chocolate chips, Canadian BC30. That is a leading market patented uh, probiotic strain. What do you got? I, I think have, you want up her at every turn. I think so. I've got banana flour. Oh, prebiotic. I've got hemp powder. You love to tout the prebiotics. Well, that's what I think. People get obsessed with the probiotic. They realize they don't realize you eat a couple of my balls. You got the prebiotic in there. Then you guzzle your kombucha, and it's ready for the probiotic. So yeah, I've got you're, banana you're, flour. You, got, you are becoming an insider. You're, 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 you're grasping the product. prebiotic. That's a tough thing for people to get. Shouldn't be. It's pre. That usually means it comes before the pro. Okay, maybe I'm overselling you. Uh, no, I'm a genius. It's fine. So we got banana flour. We got hemp powder. We got powdered peanut butter. We got, I think you failed to mention that when you were talking to that Whole Foods buyer on air. Yeah. Did I? No. You just did the banana flour. I think there. I forgot to mention too that I like got a little 
little squism of uh, <laughs> what's it look for? of MCT oil. Oh, I did. What are you going to get a squism of? Is what and I was and wondering. A little bit of maple syrup. A little squism of that. Uh, more of like a drizzle. Then you roll it into the balls, and then you coat it in, in a dark chocolate. Sell them, dude. I think I will. Well, you know, we talked, and actually, we'll hear from industry Maybe super dish. insider Greg Bagney in a, in a few minutes. But well. when uh, I was telling him about our our ball product, he was saying, "Don't go with balls." There's a lot of balls out there, Greg. Here's what. Here's my answer to that. I think we are. I've been. I've been ideating, proving the metal of the balls market. Should, should I include that? I've been ideating <laughs> more on uh, Natchez muscly balls. Yep. And I think I got a new a new take here. We sell them in pairs. <laughs> And, and it's called the Natch Sack. No, that's been done. That, Has it? What? Where? Oh, uh, we would. We we had running jokes. We were talking about Connor on air before we got on air. Early. What are you trying to say? Connor and I would have long discussions about <clears throat> what should Justin's next product innovation be. And he, he was he like, maybe he just sell straight nuts. Oh yeah, like a sack of nuts. <laughs> Obvious jokes. Come yeah, on. It didn't. My point is, it didn't make it to Come on. to the market, jackass. No. I'm saying we put ours in a little. Sack, yeah, kind of a wrinkly sack. Don't do and it. Just play it up, dude. <laughs> I like the Solomon twos though. That's funny. I think you play it up. I think people are ready for that. Just a quick hit. Am yeah. I? How far from the mic do you want me to be this week? I don't know. Oh, unbelievable. Health Aid Kombucha, dude. We have got. I just wrote an article about it's a local um, brand. It's one of my favorites. I love well, the anchor. I think it. Do you? Oh yeah, I always if, if this is this is my my kombucha of choice if I buy a interesting. I wonder if that's going to continue to be the case after I tell you this. Uh oh, that doesn't sound good. Well, this is a killer product that um, I mean, unbelievable, great. They put in the reishi mushrooms, but like beneficial. I want to say medicinal, but I you know the wrong implication. Nutritional mushrooms. Yes, not psycho. No, not tropic or whatever they say. Did did everybody else hear that? Was that just me? Just move through that shit, dude. <laughs> Reishi mushrooms and chocolate into this health. It's a, Sounds um, great. Beautiful beverage, health aid kombucha. Last week, was it last week? One uh, of these weeks. I don't know, Mr. Knife Hand. <laughs> one of these weeks, you did a whole, remember you got, oh, I think it was last week. With the oh, hipster, the G&T? Fucking G&T, the hipster food trends. You're like, G&T, that is a killer kombucha brand. I'm like, what? Like, no, was, you don't know about them? They've been around forever, dude. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, God. So I corrected you. It's GTs. What the I, hell does that have to do with me not wanting this product anymore? I'm telling you, I just wrote an article on GTs. Yeah. Fascinating story. I think we should do a... A deep dive on GTs? I don't... Can we do a whole show on him? How we about should we, get him on the air. How about we drink G&Ts and then <laughs> take a dive into GTs? What The one thing I will say right now, I mean, GTs essentially created the kombucha market at retail. Yes, they for, did. First there, first first national. They're a big deal. I think I was the one who told you that. No, I knew this. You you didn't. Oh, I, BS, dude. I was just. I've been drinking kombucha way longer, and you've been studying it. Total bullshit. You just did the fucking gin and tonic thing, and I got floored. I was like, oh my god, I can't believe what I just heard. Um, but you, but you also can't believe that I knew about GTs before you did. I knew about GTs back when you were just getting your toes oh. wet. Back when you were just getting your pinky toe wet up at New Hope. I was still working down a dining out. Well, that might out. be true. That I was walking to Sprouts. I, that was the only kombucha you could they buy, cre- dude. They created this category. They continue to dominate it. Like, they own over half of this category. Like I've told you repeatedly, yeah. But you know what's fascinating? No. It's going to... Well, we've got to save it because it's quite a story. A tremendous founder story. Okay. 
There's health issues. There's Indian ashrams. There's, is there a sick mother? There's a sick mother. See? Insider. I'm the insider. But the dude is like, he owns 100% of that company. And it's probably worth, it probably sells $350 million worth of stuff. And like the margins on that are pretty high. That dude is bringing home some money. Mm-hmm. And he is living it up in Bel Air or Beverly Hills with his Lamborghini and his fashion. Really? I mean, he's got a Lamborghini? He's not a hippy-dippy kombucha guy. He's like a glamour guy. He's a little buff. I he's like it. He's probably in his 30s. He's not on Patreon, but we are. Oh, yeah. We're on Patreon. Check now, us listen, out. Natch 9000. Head we'll, out of a Patreon. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. $1 an episode. No, they don't. What? <laughs> I thought that was the desired amount. Save it. We'll, we'll, $1 a month even. We're cool with that. I'm not done with my product picks. The God, reason you're taking forever. Well, what I just so want to say, the, the last point is that the other big brands here, and this is not this is not a ding on them because it's tough. You're not the first mover. Yeah. Uh, what was the Kavita? That's kind of going big. And that is... That one's gross. It's got stevia in it. It tastes funky. A lot of people say that, but it's owned by Pepsi. They mm. bought them outright. Health Aid... They took some money. They took some money. Kavu, you know who Kavu is? The uh, the the kneecap people? No, the Toshu, the the guy who met with the Toshu guy. Oh, the marketing, the, the most mis- mavenry of or mavenist of marketing mavens. Yep, the guy who ex Coke and wants all the celebrities yeah. to endorse healthier stuff. Yeah, so Kavu's that. in this, and so is First Bev, who is like this uh, with a Coca Cola. So they're in on Health Aid, huh? GT's one hundred percent independent. All right. No, I just influenced your shopping behavior. I think I did. You're going to be looking at that shelf next time. Be like, huh, I like that anchor. I like the idea of this guy, though. I I like a a glitzy guy in his Lamborghini. (laughs) I need to give him some more money. All right, moving on. Sea snacks, chompers, crunchy seaweed chips. Do you see these? You got to get these for your kids. My kids just eat seaweed. They like seaweed sheets. They don't need it all cutified and turned into a shark's tooth. Wrapped in like rice crunch or something. Eh. <clears throat> Overly processed, my friend. It was a fine. This one though, we got to pause for a second because it's fair. a lot of listeners come to the show to get this this deep. Um, uh, you might call it insight. Insight into the supply chain and like wh- why we're buying what we're buying on shelf. Juvacol. Proprietary. This is one. This is a breakthrough ingredient. I think. I think New Hope uh, awarded this something as well. A nexty. Like a best nexty ingredient. There's, wait, how, what, how many? There's more than just the nexty. What other awards can you win at that trade show, Mark? Mm. I passed out before I made it to the awards. Uh, the Nutra program. Award. Nutra. Nutra Award. The Nutria Award. Yep. Best the Nutria greasiest product. Rota? <laughs> uh, I don't know what. Uh, uh, I don't remember how quickly he forgets. Uh, MBJ Award. I don't know. Uh, they make you a king. And this is how you reward Come on, there's their... so many awards. Okay. I was thinking we should give out awards. Maybe one day. I had it in, this sh- I had it in the doc this week. Maybe we'll do it some other time. The, the Natch brand Pantheon. Brands that get it. Ooh. I'll show you the image I've got. I like the word Pantheon a lot. Right? And you could do like a little arced thing. Mm-hmm. It's just for Instagram. You could like... Three we're, twins. We're if huge. If you'll do an interview in a bathroom stall, you get it. Yep. Unw- unwittingly. I'm thinking those wise monkey guys. They've been on our vibe, and I, I haven't been paying attention. They, they probably get it. Oh, I think they get it. And you think Juvacall gets it? <laughs> no, I don't. 
<laughs> that was a side, that was a tangent. Juvacol. That's a Maypro <clears throat> ingredient. Let me tell you what it is. I've been waiting. Quit squeaking over there. Proprietary <clears throat> salmon cartilage extract for joint health and skin beauty. I care about those things. Listen to this. Proteoglycans are a component of connective tissues such as bone, cartilage, and skin. Oh. Made from proteoglycans extracted from the nasal cartilage of salmon. Whoa. Juvacol is clinically documented to support joint health and skin beauty. The effect of salmon nose cartilage proteoglycans. Holy hell. SPG on joint health was evaluated in a randomized placebo-controlled double-blind human clinical trial. Supplementation for 12 weeks supported joint comfort and mobility, improving both extension, the degree to which a joint can extend, and flexion, the degree to which a joint can bend. Another randomized, whatever, and then it helped with pore size. There it is. Salmon nose cartilage. Now, you, I, at first I was like, I, I poo-pooed this. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? That's ridiculous. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. But then I went, oh. Double-blind study. No, <laughs> it wasn't the studies. It was like, they're probably using like salmon waste yeah. and extracting this. This stuff must be kind of expensive though, because how much cartilage could there be in a tiny little salmon nostril? These are all questions we should ask the people at Juvacol Maypro. Hey, I'd be into this product. I'm not going to lie to you. I got one more. I'm for big you. on joint health. And oh, I want my skin to glow as much That's as my highlights. Fucking highlights. I just, when do those grow out? Uh, I'll, I'll replenish. Don't worry. Please. <laughs> no, we're going to Mexico. I'm going to put a bunch of lemon juice in my hair and just sit out in the sun. I got another one for you. Jesus. All right. What are you doing on your phone? I, I, it's a late entry. It's, on my, it's in my email. Oh, no. Why don't we just talk about Burt's Bees? You go ahead and do that one. That's easy. Daily protein. You should be able to handle it. Well, there's not much to go on here. It looks like it comes in vanilla and chocolate. Oh. Burt's Bees, of course, uh, 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 storied. Yeah, doing a great job. Past. Riddled with uh, espionage and intrigue, right? Infighting over that brand. And then it eventually gets sold. I mean, sure. Now it's everywhere. Everywhere. Who owns Burt's Bees? Clorox? Probably. Hormel. I don't remember. I think it was Clorox. Some insider. I'm pretty Sorry, sure it's people. Clorox. I thought, I thought we had a gilded insider in the room. Just hold on. Hold on. All right. Anyone could look it up online. Clorox, all right. There, I peeked out again. Dude, you missed it. There's a softball. Burt's Bees, they make the balms and the lotions and the soaps and the whatever. They're getting into the, into the powder protein I was market. That, man. Oh, taking your time. I can't yeah. find it. They don't. This is would be their first ingestible, right? Their f- first food product. Oh, an ingestible. Yeah. Unless you've been guzzling that baby oil because it's got no MCTs in it. So I, just a late entry. I don't really have any product picks here. They're not, it's not in the doc. If you subscribe to the newsletter and you get the doc, you'll see the pictures and you'd love it, et cetera. Just give me a text through three five four eight six eight seven seven. I'm also on Patreon, et cetera, et cetera. Ahi flour. Ugh. Ahi flour. Like ahi tuna? It's a weird name, right? Yeah. You're going to love it. Not if it's powderized fish. Everybody knows these essential fatty acids are important. Yeah. Been hearing about them. <laughs> Name an essential fatty, fatty acid. Omega-369. <laughs> it's close. <laughs> yeah. EPA, DHA. Which right. are what you, those are your omega-3s. You get those out of fish. Usually fish oil. So what I said. Not right. Essentially. I said three, six, and nine. Those you, are the... You do? The big ones. We are looking more at the balance between the threes and the sixes and the nines. I got Maybe. a fucking product for you, dude. Okay. Go ahead. You can continue with no, yours. No, no, no. Uh, I have an acai berry sherbet. Oh, Jesus. That I picked up at Whole Foods. Yep. 
delicious. You know, acai berries have that weird kind of band-aid taste, but in this context, it works well. It makes it almost creamy in a way, but that sorbet is packed with omegas three, six, and nine. What? That. Why? Not from the acai. Yeah. You didn't know that about acai Oh berries? my God. You're off your rocker again. <laughs> I am not. Me, go go get me that product. I'll talk about ahi flour. Right. Unbelievable. <sighs> Josh. I'm sporting a nice pair of drop crotch sweatpants. Oh, I've seen these guys. I, I, I did some, I know these guys. You bought this, huh? Interesting. I didn't know about this product. Dude, I think that the Omegas... Uh, ooh, this is full. I think the Omegas come from the berries, dude, because I don't see any other ingredients there that unless safflower oil. Or is it sunflower? So it just says Omegas 3, 6, and 9. Yeah. Great. What? Uh, and what's ORAC 56,000? I'll tell you. Is there any discussion of... How much? I don't believe there is. I what? Uh, okay, you got some. You got a little bit of omegas in there. All right. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Acai berry is known to be. Stop it! What are you doing? Acai berry antioxidants. It's like the. It's like the the queen. Everyone bee. already knows that. They didn't need to put that all over the package. Well, they did though. The ORAC value is one way of measuring that. Okay. 56,000 per half gallon. There's a decent amount of sugar in there too, but it's sugar I can feel good about eating, Mark, and that's what's important, that I can feel good. Tapioca syrup, that's not a bad, oh, cane sugar. Inulin, they got your uh, fortified prebiotic right there. See, these are, this is a perfect thing to eat with, uh, out of, if you're going to sample from Natch Sacks, Natch's Sacks, if you want one of our muscly balls, why not have it with some acai roots, I'm I'm shocked you bought this. Sure, but why are you shocked that I would buy that? Shit's anyway, good. I don't know why the I don't know what the omegas are in there. Wait, also it's highly sh- antioxidant. I'm shocked that you wouldn't buy it. I just don't. It's, it's weird. What's weird about it? It's good. Don't you like sorbet? It's, it's just weird. Don't you like sorbet? Mm, I guess you wanted a dessert. I like my full fat ice cream because I love fat. Hell yeah! Oh, look at this berry, a California company, a berry bear. Urgh. That's how you measure antioxidants, ORAC, whatever. Antioxidants, who knows? Hey, thanks for Everybody, the insight. Everybody's been all up on antioxidants. That's the way, you know, it kills off these free radicals and you won't get cancer. But they can't, you eat that whole, you eat that whole thing and they test your blood and be like, where'd they go? Where'd the antioxidants at? They're wily, dude. They get in and out. They're like the prebiotic Navy effect. SEALs. It's, prebiotic, it's your bacteria. It's not your, it's not blood. Don't look for it in the blood. There you go, Mark. Some of these polyphenols, like the acai, they're going to prove to be prebiotics, my friend. All right, heard so, it here first. Now, hey, omegas three, six, and nine. Ahi flour, you're gonna like. You're gonna have to pay right. attention to this because it's an oil. Sounds more like a flower. It's a plant. Oh, that they turn into an oil. I thought it was like a flower made of ground up fish. You got your short taint, short chain fatty acids, and your long chain fatty so acids. You got your short taint and your long taint. I heard that. And your body converts short to long, I think, but not that efficiently because everybody was like, "Oh, flaxseed's good for omegas." but your body can't deal with it. It's all the short chain and it doesn't convert as readily to the long. I think I'm getting this right. So, so the benefit, if you're looking for omegas, the benefit is much less than you would get from a fish oil pill. But some people don't want the fish. They want the vegan, the vegetarian. They don't, Sustainable. 
you got a medium chain fatty acid, SDA. It's not EPA, not DHA, not ALA, which is the short. You got the it's medium. It's the fatty acid that Goldilocks ate. SDA out of this plant, and it converts better to long. Watch out for ahi flower oil. Okay. Plant-based. I'll take that along with my... Those are it? our Heli, picks. Heli Chrysum oil. Those are, our, those, those are some finds at Expo West. Yep. Trend yep. spotters, one and two, bringing them to you. Yep. Um, thank you for pointing to me and saying I was number one. I like that. Um, but if so, you want the real scoop on an Expo experience. Well, there's two ways you can do that. You can go back and listen to episode 106. That's true. Or you can just sit tight because we're going to bring you Greg Bagney. Another gem from our business advisor, Greg Bagney, 4G. Guy's an animal. Here it comes. Hope you're ready. Greg's eggs, alien peace, love, and understanding delivered directly to your door. Oh, Trecho, let me count the ways I love you. I just got back from Expo West. It's a lovely natural foods show, live, in person, no virtual reality, face-to-face, hand-to-hand, and lots of Purell, and hugs for the ones you know and love. Expo is probably one of my fave trade shows, despite its increasing size and humanoid density in the aisles or despite the three-minute trade show aisle meetings we are forced to have, or despite the 10 miles of walking each day, or the 100 miles of talking, as we all go home with sore throats and sore feet. In the spirit of the F-word, focus, I decided to skinny this week's rant into the three reasons why we go to trade shows. Number one, Expo West is great because of its quote-unquote energy. As the majority of attendees are on a mission mofo, and that's everything from changing how foods are grown and produced to the quality of the food that humanoids put in their pie holes. And you can feel this energy and connection when you enter the hall. Hyper-competitive yet hyper-collaborative. It's bi-directional. It goes both ways, baby. The big energy and the mission are fantastico. And let's remember that energy contains information. So when you leave, you can take some with you, and it can last a while if you practice it daily. Reason number two, trade shows are a one-stop shop. You can check out the industry landscape in one place. You can walk up and down the aisles and see who and what you're up against. Plus, you can also visualize, hallucinate, make up in your own mind where you think it's all going. So trade shows are a great way to get present and possibly future snapshots of the industry. And number three, if you're lucky, you quote-unquote find one. For us at White Road Investments, that means we find something. We get a lead, we meet a founder, or find a category that we think has promise and that we can invest in for the future. For you as an exhibitor, or attendee, or a sales rep, you finding one might be a new retailer to sign up, or a new employee to hire, or a company you may want to work for, etc. Now, not to be a buzzkill, but here's some reality check. I personally attend a myriad of trade shows and I don't care what industry or category you are in. More and more trade show floors are becoming a sea of sameness. Same colors, same products, same claims, same positioning, same packaging. Example, do we really need 30 different brands of kombucha? However, 
Don't get too bummed out by this sea of sameness, as it's a good way to figure out how to differentiate, as your enemy isn't so much the competition, but more about the sameness. Who knows? By walking the aisles, you may figure out how to zig when everyone else is zagging. Greg's eggs. Aren't you glad that's over with? No, I'm not that glad. Was, that was great, Greg. Thank you. And that was a bold move, tying the egg together with your, <clears throat> you know, this fruit basket, White Road Investments. Oh, that's, people should know that. That's true. It's yeah. not often uh, super clear. Greg is a, a deci- de- <laughs> decision maker. <laughs> wow. He's a man of import uh, for Cliff Bars. I, you know, maybe the easiest way to say this is a little VC fund. But they invest in these little brands, and Greg's there. Greg is combing that show floor. Frontline. Ready to write a check. Not ready to write a check, but ready to introduce the check writing process. He's looking <laughs> for the jewel in the rough. Yep. White Road Investments, they're, uh, they, and they, they go about it the right way, the way they invest. But I, thank you, Greg. Great egg. Always great. Keep so them coming. So insight. 4G. Love them. Above. Non pari. Love him non pari. Sure. I was going to say, he, mentioned, he just, so he mentioned the kombucha. We don't need 30 brands of those, which <laughs> just got me thinking about GTs. And then he mentioned uh, energy, that the energy is information and you bring that home from the show. And it got me thinking of the GTs story. You're really hot on this one. <laughs> well, I just read, I just wrote it. Um, you just wrote it or read it? I wrote a story about him. So you've got your own version of his story that you've written. Well, hopefully, is this like it's, for hopefully it's like journalism. It's not or? like I made it up. It's not fiction. Oh, you wrote an article. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Um, it story go like I think the guy he's super secretive about his. He does all of his own manufacturing. He hasn't he hasn't co packed it out. But like you know how you have your little glass jar with your scoby, and I think he's just got a room with thousands of those. That's how he's made. And it all comes from the original. He just keeps peeling them off and make, he's got thousands of Scobies going. You like to think he says little two gallon jugs? I think I read that like he's like every batch, you could still just pick it up. It's not like these huge vats. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's myth, but he won't let anybody in the room to see his manufacturing because of the energy they would bring. I like that. To these, to these Scobies that are energy receptacles. Yes. And one of these guys in the warehouse got sick and died, like had a heart, cancer, heart, or something. All of the Scobies he managed died with him. You are shitting me. No, dude. <laughs> what the fuck? The energy field. It's intense. That is real, man. That's, that's synergy. Way that's to bury a, the lead on that whole story. <laughs> Jeez. You could have done that up front. Hey, that's, I'm saying there's at least a whole show on that guy is what I'm saying. I know. Well, you've leaked at least half of it already. Maybe we, if we got him, that'd be fun. I wonder. Yeah. I don't know if he'd be. I don't know if he'd like it or not. I can't tell. I don't know if he'd like being badgered now. Yeah, I don't know if he's like a. You know, like us. <laughs> Similar sensibilities to us. Sounds Moving like on. Maybe not. If he won't even let people into his. Scoby room. I bet he's very positive and very spiritual and very. Um, I don't know if he would like weird Twitter irony. Probably not. Which you just ooze. No, I don't. Hipster. That's the laziest shit you've ever said. You know what? Moving on. You call on. me a hipster? I'm going to give you another descriptor. Poet. Did you know I like to write poetry, Mark? Oh, no, no, no. no. I've been out of practice oh, for a no, while. No. You're going to leave that ice cream sitting there the whole show? No, I'll move it in a minute. All right. But I wrote a poem. Ooh. The other day. Oh. And you know, 
Like it may not be a perfect palm. Do, it's fi- still being workshopped. Dude, you see these? This is this is two hands, fingers crossed. Let it be a haiku. Let it be. A I haiku. wish it was a haiku. It's not very long though. <clears throat> Are you ready? Yeah, can you br- can you in post? Can you bring in some sort of like like we're like a beat poet cafe like I chatter? About that actually having like some Rex Rexroth or whatever. I was thinking of Rex 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 Roth or whatever his name was. All right, I don't want to read this with an affectation. It's just a simple little poem. Well, let's here we go. We'll give it give it a second pause just in case you want to add some background, and then when you're done reading, give it a second pause so it's easy in post. And if there's no background, those second pauses are clearly just for dramatic effect. Dramatic effect. On the first summer day of late winter, confused by the sudden beating. <laughs> you son of a bitch. What are you laughing at my poem already? On the first summer day of late winter? What happened to spring? Okay, go ahead. You know, have you, do you know how, how to listen to a poem and react poem? silently in your okay, fucking head? I'll be quiet. No, you won't. Second pause. Start. Let the depth wash over I, you. I won't make a, no peep. No squidgem. On the first summer day of late winter, confused by the sudden beating of sunlight, a bug died in my hair. Streaked dizzily across the blue sky and flew straight into the height of it, worse than a windshield. My stiff strands sliced the poor critter to slaw. I picked a part of it free and found mush on my fingertip. A melancholy flick, a flutter. <laughs> the best. That's great. Uh, That's it's, great. It's fun to write poems. Good job, Josh. Thank you. I like that poem. And for those who didn't know it before, the best... Li- what do you say about your hair? The height? Something about the height of your hair. And flew straight into the height of it. You do have some high hair. Stiff strands. <laughs> if you're reading between the lines, you would in- infer, oh, hairspray perhaps. Uh, yeah, I know a little bit good, of that. There's a lot of height to it sometimes. Not yep. a lot of guys get height to their hair, but Most not guys a lot are, of guys are a skater boy named Josh Tyson. Well, not a lot of guys... A lot of guys are chicken shit about using a blow dryer. That's really all it is. It, it takes it takes about three minutes. I don't think to blow dry shit. your hair, and you can give it a little bit of shape, a little bit of volume. I have not blow dried my hair in at least twenty years. Well, it might all blow away. Unbelievable! <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get for making fun of my fucking poem. Rips, Lucky Peach. Yeah. R.I.P. With a question mark? No question mark. R.I.P. You're getting rid of the question mark, huh? The magazine, Lucky Peach, Unlucky Peach, won nine James Beard Awards, including Publication of the Year in 2016, and a National Magazine Award for General Excellence. Have you ever been a Lucky Peach fan? Uh, I pick it up at Sprouts when I'm waiting in line and read the headlines, and then I put it back. Although, we should direct users back... There is an episode where it we is. <clears throat> we a whole picked show. apart a whole issue of whole issue. Uh, Lucky Peach. That was early on. It was. Oh, God, you're going to make me look. That was probably the only actual copy of Lucky Peach that I owned. Lucky Peach was a magazine. But I like David Chang. I have his Momofuku cookbook. David Chang is the sponsor. I enjoy reading that. Peter Meehan, I think. Sure. I think that's right. Um, who's, who's a... Um, uh, anyway, not to speak out of school. <laughs> we know, we know we know. Speak out of school? <laughs> what does that mean? Um, making up terms? No, that's a thing you can say. Not to speak out of school? To say I, something you're not supposed to. Well, no, I get what told it... Told to you in confidence. <laughs> okay. Um, Wait, speak out... What, someone pulled you aside and told you something no, in confidence? just whatever, dude. This is... Uh, it's, cl- it's confidential. 
I'm, I'm under an NDA. All right. You are full of shit. Now listen, the magazine is going belly up. That's a sad state of affairs. Although I will say I, it, it had a, it had a great vibe. It did. I loved the design work they always did. I think, I feel like the design outshone the content. I believe that as well. Whenever I would read an article, I'd be like, eh. Occasionally I'd be like, oh yeah, great. Good job. But it, it was always like, not quite. Would you ever wipe a tear away and do the slow clap? Like the Bravo? I don't think so. Nothing moved you that much, huh? I think I was expecting it. I know it was aligned with like McSweeney's and that kind of uh, intellectual comedy Thought it was going to be satire. hella irreverent. <laughs> no, that's, that's more the big brother. I thought, but I thought it would be different. And, and, and I never, I subscribed for a year or two and I enjoyed it. I'm just sad to see it go. And you know what? It was a great eulogy, Mark. <laughs> it's just more the demise of, it's really hard to publish, right? That's my bigger thing. Is my hat, my but in hat, these moments, hat, any hat I'm wearing, always off to anyone who's, entrenched in the publishing game. Anyone who's willing to create content and put it out there for people. That too. But there's something, the dedication to printed material is yes, probably at this juncture in history, the most insane because the costs it are can't huge. Do it. Yeah. And, and so they, I don't know. And the huge, returns. Tiny. Tiny. Those margins got to be worse than food. Yeah. I mean, when we worked together at dining for out, kombucha. uh, I, I uh, felt uncomfortable about the fact that it was an advertorial magazine. I didn't mm. love that aspect of my professional life at the time. But in retrospect, they were kind of ahead of the curve. I don't think they were intentionally or through any sort of shrewd strategizing necessarily. Ooh. It's not really a dig. I just don't think they were thinking like, this is how we'll stay in the publishing game. But we'll they are. It. They're still in it, aren't they? They are. And that, and the rest of publishing, especially online publishing mirrors mm. a lot of what they're doing. And there's all sorts of advertorial things just kind of snuck in pretend like masquerading as editorial, mm-hmm. not to imply that lucky peach was doing that, but I mean, you gotta, you well, gotta, you gotta make compromises let's to stay talk in about the print that. game. Okay. Let's talk about that because in moments like these, I always defer to one of the opinion leaders of Twitter snarky food. Oh yeah. Your boy shit food blogger at shit food blogger series of tweets. I'll read them to you. Please do. The first one, period, at Lucky Peach. If anyone is still <clears> there, <throat> can you unblock me? <laughs> Did they good. really block him, do you think? Oh, totally. I don't think he was. I think he went at him. He goes after everybody, right? He does. Hey, we're up for a... Uh, this was... I did not ask his. What? I was just choking, man. It was just... Oh. It, I, I said that because you did Love what he did. So I'll, we'll just announce it now. Hey, we're up for a... Uh, <laughs> we're up. Best Good Food Podcast Award. From shit food blogger who saying we're up for it makes it seem like we're like a final contender. I think what you mean to say is we entered, we entered that contest. Well, but so God, this is a tangent, but, uh, there's one of the food awards that is it James beer that's happening now? Something like that. Is that one pay to play? I think, I think pretty much all of them are pay to play. Even James beard, huh? I think a lot of them are. If they're not directly pay to play, it's kind of like the podcast world. It's like, you got to like get in the inner circle for anyone to hear about you or care. Yep, you gotta like what the through. fuck? How do we? Why? Why can't I get in? Because I don't. Know, I don't know who you are, and you're you not one work, of us yet. It's basically, you didn't work for NPR. It's I a think big, it is. Big answer to that it's question. A big answer to that question. You're, or you don't know someone who did. Yeah, you're not. Hey. So, I can't connect you somehow to NPR. Are you ready? Hey, wait. Are you ready to enter through those pearly gates? I totally met Ira Glass at a party once. You did? Yeah. Actually, wait. No, my wife did. That's good. Enough. But I was at the party. That's good enough. 
and he was kind of rude to her. Ooh, dig. Well, because she didn't know who he was. No, <laughs> it's fair. And I think some, our friend introduced him and she was like, I'm sorry, who? She didn't hear him. And he's like, uh, I'm Ira Glass. Mm. She was like, oh. Nice to meet you. What do you do, Ira? <laughs> She probably did. Probably did. No, I think she knew who Ira Glass was when she heard his name. So here's the idea. Shit Food Blogger um, said, all these fucking awards are pay to play. Let's do something else. You give some money to uh, share our strength. No kid hungry. No kid hungry? No kid go hungry? Something like that. Um, Look them up on Twitter if you want to do this. Go do it. And you just nominate yourself for an award. Mm -hmm. But the money goes to feed hungry kids. Hey, I like that model a lot better. And it's working. He's got like hundreds of dollars raised. And so I said, oh, of course I'll do this. Yeah. Here's some money. Let's win an award. <laughs> I'm, I, I was deep, very deep in the awards game for a long time back oh, when yeah. I was in the oh, UX yeah, game. Yeah. No, I, UX game. That was those were the days. I helped co-found the Design for Experience uh, Awards, which was part of a, Quite a, a job you an did. organization, the Design for Experience organization. Was it? Created would, the awards categories. But again, it was like at, a, at its essence, it was a way we were... We weren't like, wasn't a greedy, money-hungry organization, but we wanted to cover operating costs. Can we do it this way? Can we charge people $300 to apply for an award? $300? Yeah. A lot of these, hey, a lot of these uh, agencies and yeah. big tech firms, that's not So that's the way it worked? They paid to... Uh, it was like 300 to enter, but we took it a step beyond like what a lot of the other awards were doing. Like We had a really good set of judges and we tried to judge. That's good. We asked a lot of very specific questions <laughs> That's clear. about the... their process behind the okay, products. That's great. And you know what? A year later, the movie her came out. Dot at lucky peach. If anyone is still there, can you unblock me? Mm-hmm. You read that one. If you look at the folding of at lucky peach as a shift in marketing spend for a chef's empire, you're reading it correctly. Ooh. Cutting. I can do lots of delightful things, but I cannot turn a profit. Sincerely, a dead beloved food mag. Ooh. Benefactorsgetboard.com. Ooh, Ooh. Jesus. That's my favorite. All caps. Where will I get my ramen news? (laughs) God, they love ramen. Uh, Lucky Peach taught food writers they could be precious, but it did not teach them how to be profitable. That's funny, but... I want to get him on here to like... Writing is not really a profitable Yeah, nobody. It's... And hey, we'll touch on that a little later. FYI. We will? Yeah, just trust me, all right? Oh. Oh, do we oh, have a okay. we have a we are watching segment? We do, but let's but that's not yet. We're going to let's Oh, I know. I'm sp- just speaking of be- beloved content. What? I don't know what I'm trying to say. I, you're having a lot We're of on problems. We're <laughs> on Patreon. We have actually released that. It is available. We would appreciate anyone who is a fan, go look at the page, patreon.com slash natch9000. It's a beautiful page. Watch the video. Informative. And if you are able and so inspired, contribute to the show. You just support it. It's like a PBS drive. It's just, well, for like a buck a month. Yeah. It's just like, hey, thanks for doing what you're doing. Keep doing it. Ad free, blah, 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 blah. If for you four, happen to have sold a natural foods well, for, company, the four oh, bucks you're going to get to that one? Four bucks oh, a month, you get you're some stuff. You're doing the full rollout. Okay. Then we'll give you some, you know, then we'll do like the bonus episodes and the welcome kit. You get the, a secret yeah. link to the music of Old Gay. That's, I was saving that for last. Oh, okay. I've been working on the, but then, the mix. And then there is, for those of you, those elite, since we have CEOs listening, this is for the Wiccans, it's the buck, four bucks. 
for the food CEOs, for the sponsored skater boys, it's four dollars. Yeah, for villager goods, and for GTs, there's the forty dollar a month level. Please contribute appropriately. We'd love for you to do that. Anyway, it's there. Take a look. And now uh, we're not. I don't think. Oh, this is one of our most beloved segments. Now, with an improved, longer sound cue. I like. I kind of like the longer one. Yeah. Yeah, sort of by accident, but... Post-Trump America, we are watching. Yeah, we are cringing, Yeah, but we are watching. He's fired himself up again, didn't he? I think the bigger <clears> news <throat> would be if he had kept himself calm. God, what a fucking... It does, I, I, just, I woke up this morning and it was like, he's tweeting about North Korea and people are like, do we have to start a war on Twitter? <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, so what I decided to highlight... You're back on week, Twitter, huh? I, it's on here. <laughs> He's back on Twitter, people. Oh, Jesus. The, uh, the budget came out. Yeah, I read something. What, of course, caught my eye was the complete elimination of all the arts and humanities funding in this country. <laughs> NEA, zero dollars. Uh, NEH, zero dollars. And perhaps very important to that IRA NPR crowd. Oh, yeah. Public broadcasting. Sl- gone, I think. Gutted. All federal support, Gone. They get most of their support through member Not enough. contributions, though. Not enough. Well, they're going to have to all ramp belly, it up. They're all bellyaching right now. Like, this is probably the end of local markets, for sure. Like, Rocky Mountain PBS. Sad. I love those stations. And then, shortly thereafter. Well, that's assuming this budget gets passed. That is an assumption. More on the He's food. also, that son of a bitch is also wants to cut out the Meals for Wheels program. Jesus, idiot. Like, why don't you just stab, stab a grandmother in the eye? Because that's what or you're a doing. a fucking farmer. Here's a, uh, t- who's this? Christopher Hayes tweet, MSNBC. Uh, they're going to cut USDA 29%? Good luck. How many times are they going to punch rural America in the mouth? That's a true point. Our friend uh, Wahoo Matu Dulun mm. has been saying that as well. Like, it's, it's To win off of the farmer vote and then to just shit all over them over and over again? Not well, surprising to you or me. That's kind of the Republicans' game, right? Insiders, they insiders. trick people into voting against their own self-interest on a regular not basis. A, not a true conservative. Is there really still such a thing? <laughs> Who knows? They're they're keeping awfully quiet. If there are, I don't know. That's man. not. Some of them are standing up. I just, John McCain. I love my my favorite tweets have been. People make this link like it's 148 million dollars to fund the NEA for a year, and we are spending 180 plus million. So that Melania can live in Trump Tower and not yeah, in the White House too. on security. Yeah. It's fucking absurd. It is absurd. Guy's a fucking criminal. What do we do about it? Let's listen to some music. Uh, get rid of him. That's what I say. Oh, wait. I did have one more bit of Trump-related food Make news. him go away. Eliminate him from office. It's happening. It is? Sure. How? I don't know, but it will. It will happen. He won't make it. No. Uh, did you see that McDonald's Twitter account got hacked? I did. And they, they put out, I, I wish they just owned that and been like, yeah. No. But it was like, at Donald Trump, you are a <laughs> disgraceful waste of a disappointment yeah. of a president. I like people that screenshot it. small hands. <laughs> and then they screenshot like the one right before it was like some ridiculous corporate pap about a happy meal or something like. Yeah. And then right above it was that one. Oh yeah, we're watching. And now we're listening to... The Water by Why. Do you know the band Why? Nope. They've been around a while. I think this their new album, which I 
don't have the name of it in front of me, is now sitting at number three atop the alternative charts. Are you ready? Are there alternative charts? episode 108 unlucky peach that was the band Y with the water i gotta thanks for this uh mm-hmm. acai sorbet i'm gonna eat my hat a little bit on the acai nutritional information well happy this is unverified I'm at, I'm at powersupplements.com healthy fats the acai berry is very rich in healthy omega fats nearly 50 percent of the berry is fat with 74% of the fat coming from healthy, unsaturated fats, such as omega-3, 6, and 9. If that's true, I did not know it. Mm-hmm. I also noticed as I was 
scooping this into a bowl for you. Turn that off. We already had our musical interlude. I'm just going to record over this. That this is not just a product, it's a lifestyle. What is? This, on the box, it says a lifestyle. Well, the, the sorbet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I know about it. You know about the acai berry lifestyle? <laughs> yep. So you're waking up, you're eating acai Surfers, bowls. And this is good for surfing. Probably good for skating too, right? Mm. My skating game. Jiu-jitsu. Oh, BJJ. My skating game's coming back a little bit. My Remember that high hammy injury that I was dealing with? Sure I do. It's finally starting to abate a bit, and like I can doesn't hurt my and as a consequence my back feels better now i think i was overcompensating and causing my back distress so man i was hitting the hitting the park bro the other day <laughs> and I, I was back you're doing some uh doing some sick ollies i was skate i was pumping through the fishbowl i'm doing all of it oh the uh down you mean the you're going to the park downtown oh is that where you split your pants that one time yeah i can i skate skate some of the bowls hitting some of the street Mm. food news yep you've reached the eventually portion four four ish stories i'll start us off do it up one of our favorite grizzled veterans hank schultz over over at nutri ingredients life extension that's a company Turns to AI program to mine data for ingredients and new product. Whoa, man. Future is here. Oh, maybe this should have a food tech, too. This is food tech. I put it in the docket. We need it for the next one. Why don't you write down 5423 so I remember to put it in? The question then become, oh, sorry, <laughs> that's not part of the quote. <laughs> Still, I, ha- yeah, I got to do the screenshots because I can't cut and paste the text. <sighs> uh, Andrew Swick, PhD, Senior Vice President of Product Development and Scientific Affairs for Life Extensions, and his company turned to in silico medicine in what is termed its proprietary deep learning technology, deep learning, part of the deep state. To identify nutrients that effectively target the cellular processes of interest in a way that could forestall senescence. Aging is all about the senescence of the cells. Is that like the way they smell? The technology <coughs> is an artificial intelligence program that can quickly glean data from mountains of research studies to identify dietary ingredients that affect the key endpoints. All your cells are dying. When you're young, they rebound quickly. They heal. Mm-hmm. Then when you get older... They don't like to do that as much. They don't much. like to do that, and they can't do that as much. You <laughs> hurt your hammy. HGH. You hurt your hammy. Well, that's exactly right. But um, all manner of things. Your neurons don't fire as well. Speak for yourself. My neurons are on a rampage right now. So what do we do here? It was... Uh... God, this is some intense shit. The underlying methodology in silico used to identify what nutrients and endpoints to look for is called Aging AI 2.0. Aging.AI 2.0. In this, they did a study in uh, the journal Aging. In this study, we designed a modular ensemble of 21 deep neural networks. I believe it's pronounced ensemble. Of varying depth, structure, and optimization to predict human chronological age using a basic blood test. 
The ensemble approach may facilitate integration. Oh, dear God, what are they trying to do? Of multimodal data linked to chronological age and sex that may lead to simple, minimally invasive, and affordable methods of tracking integrated biomarkers of aging in humans and performing cross species feature importance analysis. This is boring as shit, man. What are they trying to do? They figured out that these four ingredients might help with aging. And N- what are the ingredients? N acetyl L cysteine, uh, EGCG, which is an extract of green tea. Mm. <clears throat> uh, Miracetin, which comes out of, I think, the maple barking leaf. And gamma tocotrienol from natural tocotrienol and tocopherol complex. Gamma take a toke, try it all. The AI is here. I think that is a strain of weed. I think there's a strain of weed called gamma something. That would make sense. Like uh, Bruce Banner. That's got to be a strain of weed, right? Because he's the Incredible Hulk. He's green. I don't know anything about weed. Yeah, you do. You live in Colorado. You know what it smells like. I do know what it smells like. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Is that it? Yeah. Deep learning. Yeah. Into your deep neural networks. You can take this pill and live forever. People are beginning to think, did I tell you this? That they can live forever? Oh, the, the, that somebody born right now may live forever. I've heard that. Have you heard that? Mm-hmm. Did you just hear it when I said it? No, I've heard that before. There's also the notion of singularity, right? At some point, our yeah, consciousness yeah, 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 completely yeah. enmeshes with technology, mm-hmm. at which point you are uploaded to the cloud, and then you might as well live in the matrix, because mm-hmm. you pretty much do. Mm-hmm. Black Mirror did a pretty good job of Showing what it could be like to sell the afterlife to people. Remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. That Did one. you watch that one? It was very moving. With the, the, the <clears throat> young actress from that other show. What are you talking about? <laughs> moving on. Uh, here's some oh, more. no, I'm getting a head cold from the sword bag. <laughs> here's another food. Here's some more food tech for you. Swiss researchers are developing edible robots made of gelatin, Mark. What? This, uh, this news comes from TechCrunch. Oh, they know about it. By way of Brian Heater. What? He's heating it up with this article. Tell you what. A new paper released by researchers at the Swiss Federal Institute of Technology in La Soine, Loisanne. Whoa. Loisanne? Loisanne? How? Lo. Lausanne. 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 That's how you remember it, folks. Just think of Lasagna. Lasagna. EPFL, let's call it. <clears throat> details the creation of gelatin-based actuators, a technology that could bring us closer to edible robots. Whoa! Which we've been clawing toward that, you know, Have horizon. We? No. <laughs> uh, Dario, Dario Floriano, mm. the director of the school's laboratory of intelligent systems, and I'm sure he loves lasagna, lists off a number of potential applications for edible robots, including... F- <laughs> Are you ready for this? Food that can walk itself to hotter or colder locations. What? Or inch its way toward the human or animal it's looking to feed. <laughs> oh, no. These are crucial. <laughs> so creepy. factors. What's more immediately compelling, however, is the possibility of delivering automated medication. Now, there's at least a practical use case, right? As touched upon in a recent Recode article that helped bring the EPFL study to a wider what attention. What is automated medication? I don't know. You got like some living robot that you can be digesting and it can move around and shimmy and shake and drop off little dusty bits of medication. (laughs) I don't fucking know. Did you eat the robot? Or I guess if it's a robot, it could be in your system 
Oh yeah. And it could just be harboring all this medicine. Right. And then when you need it, you could have an app on your phone and be like, Oh, release my medication. And then the robot uh, responds so, inside. And it's like, so maybe we're calling things robots that aren't really robots. Well, if it's got an actuator, apparently that's enough. Mark. What does robot mean to you that it's made of metal? Or you could have sex with it. <laughs> yeah, that's a better definition. The research follows a similar study issued by MIT last year that detailed the creation of an origami robot. We covered this on the show, by the way. What is it? Oh, yeah. Made from dried pig intestines that essentially unfolds in an attempt to capture and remove harmful swallowed items like batteries. <laughs> hey, kids die swallowing batteries. You think that's funny? They do? Yeah. I'm not choking. No, if you swallow a battery, it'll fucking your it'll dissolve and kill you. Really? Yeah. One battery? I don't know. I mean, maybe if you swallow a watch battery, you'll be okay. But if you swallow like a triple A, because the acid hits it and it breaks down and like burns holes in your stomach or something. Probably something unsavory like that. Didn't know that. Yeah. So I mean, if you swallow a battery, you might have to have like stomach surgery, or eat an origami. Pig I'd rather gut eat an origami robot that inched know, its right? way toward me. <clears throat> What potentially sets EPFL's research apart is the creation of fully digestible actuators that can be broken down by the human body. So there's your food tech roundup. Double hit of food tech. Hope you enjoyed it. Future food. Got something else for you here. Bring it down. Bring it to earth. Anthony Bourdain does not want to owe anybody even a single dollar. Hell yeah. By Anthony Bourdain in Wealth Simple. That's a personal essay. It is. I've read his, I've read most of Kitchen Confidential. I have not. Enthralling, engrossing. Really? This essay? Just eh. as much. <laughs> All right. I don't know. I mean, I get, it's, it's nice. I, I, well, it is I didn't spend a lot of time on Well Simple, but it seems like maybe they like, hey, let's publish some essays, try and get people like more connected to their personal finances. I see. And I appreciate that. But the actual content extracted from the source. I mean, there's some nuggets. I grew up in a decidedly middle class... I'll come in again. I grew up decidedly... Uh, I'll try this one more time. The Akai. I grew up decidedly middle class. At the time of my birth, my dad worked days at a printing company and nights at a Sam Goody record store. Hell yeah. Yeah, Sam Goody. Remember that? Hell yeah. My mom was a magazine and newspaper editor. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Simpler times. It was a very different America. The middle class of those days seemed somehow more aspirational. They read Cheever and Updike and tried to stay up on culture. Hell yeah. We barbecued in the backyard. Vacations were at the Jersey Shore and shared two family homes. Aww. Was I aware of money? Yeah. I was aware we didn't have enough sometimes. Well, doesn't sound too bad so far. No, but he, he talks about some of the crazy stuff that goes on. I don't think I included all that. But That's fine. His parents, when they'd come into money, they would typically like spend it on something kind of weird and extravagant. Like they'd remodel a house. And then it would end up costing way more than they thought. So like you. A little bit. And they, they were trying to put their kids through school, through college. That's never cheap. I had a paper out at various times. I was a bicycle messenger in New York during summer and Christmas vacations. I was a shitty messenger because free in New York without supervision, I'd just buy loose joints for a dollar and go to the grindhouses where it was a triple bill. Bruce Lee, Melvin Van Peebles, and a revival film, all for three bucks. The drinking age was 18 at the time, and somehow at 14, I could pass. As a, bike, as a bicycle messenger, you only worked as much as you liked, so I worked a little. I was not exactly the most motivated bicycle messenger in the world. Yeah, he's, okay, this could be written, okay. 
You see where I'm going here? Uh, yeah, I don't need... Yeah. It's basically step-by-step step through every phase of his life and sort oh, of his relationship boy. to money. So what, does it ever get interesting? In cooking school, I'd work weekends in New York as a cook. I think I was paid $40 cash per shift, which was a lot of money at the time. I made extra money by playing poker and AC Doocy, another card game. I may or may not have moved a little product. I what gra- does that mean? Selling drugs. Now we're talking. Probably weed or cocaine, knowing his history. I graduated and went right to work, five, six days a week, often 12 hours a day. At first, after taxes, I went home with more than 120 bucks. I never went home with more than... I never went home with more than 120 bucks. Not a lot of dough. He also spends a lot of time talking about how for a lot of his life, his weed habit was costing him like... Really? Hundreds of dollars a month, did he say? Wow. He just be smoking a lot of weed. I guess he's smoking a lot of weed. Really, he doesn't anymore. He looks pretty fit now. What does that have to do with smoking weed? Mr. Stere- <laughs> Mr. You, Stereotype. You tell me. When Kitchen Confidential was published. See, I told you we were going to talk about the publishing game again. All right. What? Yeah. I hadn't filed taxes in about 10 years. I was Whoa. seriously behind on rent. It That's been about not a, legal. It had been about a decade since I'd communicated with American Express in a timely manner. What? Yeah. So in this section of the article, he kind of talks a lot about deadbeat. Book- Book deals, and I think he, he gives a shout out to his manager, who's pretty good about being like, "Hey, you could do this writing project and get a big pile of money up front, mm. or you could do this one and work with cool people and make less money." Mm. And I think his, his it's a fine balance. Well, his thing was like, "You're not going to really get rich writing books anyway, so I'd rather just do the the more rewarding one." Huh? Yeah, I think his real money obviously comes from TV. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I was expecting this to... Does he get to the point where he, like, now is a giant media empire that control? No. Not really. <laughs> Great. And there's no real... There's okay. No, there's not really much <laughs> practical advice. Okay. But it's just more like a feeling. I mean, he's a machine now. I like the idea of retiring on a hilltop surrounded by people I care about. But the fact is, I like working with the people I work with because they're talented people who could just easily... Who could easily make just as much money working elsewhere, if not more. The people who work with me on my TV show in particular, these motherfuckers could get paid a lot more money <laughs> making a less good show for somebody else. So the pressure's on me to be the sort of person people want to work, want to stick with. So I don't know what that has to do with him not wanting to owe anyone any money. I think they were just trying to like have a real jazzy title. That sounds weird, all of it. All I wanted to know about was the... How big his media empire was? Yeah, like... Who cares? It's big. Well, no, but I, I think among... I think he's kind of a secret... He's sort of sneaky big compared to some of these fancy celebrity chefs who just, you know, make a splash on TV, have some restaurants, but meh. Well, he's taking it flash a step in beyond. The pan. He's, he's taking it well beyond just he's, food. He's fundamental. He's got a video production company. He's But he's also doing journalism, like real travel food journalism, like a lot of TV. his shows. Yeah. What? Yeah, for TV. Well, yeah, his shows are like, I go to this place, I spend a month there or whatever, a right. week. He's a big deal. That's I right. show you how the food and the culture all blend together. That's what I want to know about. involved with the politics. How he came up with that idea and how he executes that. Probably just by traveling, man. And how much money it's worth. What's up with you and money? Trump? <laughs> what? The know article was about money. money it's worth. I want to know how much money, money it's worth. It's a little disheartening, Mark. <clears throat> Do it for the love. Do what for the love? Your fucking work, man. <laughs> Read your last article so we can go home. Speaking of home or work and money, mm-hmm. Squatter's Urban Garden comes to life with people's peoples. 
you know, people aren't getting that excited about listening to a show where you're like, finish that last one so we can be done. Huh? No, it's been an hour and eight minutes. I think this people are ready to longer. get out. This was rich. It was. Just like that uh, acai roots sorbet. Doesn't it have a richness, that flavor? It's creamy. It's good, isn't it? It's all right. No, it's good. I wouldn't buy it. Squatter's Urban Garden comes to life with Pope's Tacit OK. Nicole Winfield, I don't know what, AP? I guess it's AP. Dozens of families have started tilling the soil and planting their first crops as a squatter's gardening initiative takes root on Catholic church-owned land with the tacit blessing of Pope Francis. I saw this story via Oahu Omaha Delone. See Jesus, shout out. I don't think he wants to be called that anymore. Uh, so stop calling him that. Okay, not see Jesus. he wants to be called Matt Delone? No. He doesn't. The not entirely legal urban garden that has sprung up on the eastern periphery of Rome. Uh, uh, where is it? Tortre Teste. I think that was wrong. Is the brainchild of Omero Lori, a longtime activist in the capital squatting scene. In 2014, he occupied the St. Mary Major Basilica for three weeks with 50 families who had been evicted from an abandoned building that they had taken over. So what have they done? I don't know. They... They found this land on the outskirts of Rome. How much? 37 acres that the Catholic Church owns. They've been clearing it of garbage. They installed irrigation systems. They've Very turned nice. it into little fertile plots, and they're giving them to people in need. It's beautiful. They got to pay 30, Euro, 30 euros for their plot. That's, that's nothing. And then they're running this like soup kitchen on the site for like seven euros. You get your meal. Um, the rules of the garden are simple. No pesticides or herbicides. Like it. And Lori makes spot checks of produce to make sure no one cheats. Violators of the organic only ethos get kicked out. No more than four trees are allowed per plot to prevent excessive shade on neighboring gardens. All the farmers share expenses, such as fencing and water. Eggs from the communal hens are there for the taking. Wow. They're setting up a little paradise right there on the outskirts of Rome. Ciao bella. Right. Yep. And the Pope, of course, is is a is a friend hey, of the poor. Easy. Okay. Yeah. I'm, Can't you just say, "Oh, and the Pope, of course." I think the Pope is. Um, I'm right here. That mic is right in front of your face. You don't have to yell these this, things. This this squatter man met the Pope. Did he? And I think the Pope was like, "I like what you're doing." It's like I'll wash your feet. And the Pope's like, "You keep doing that shit." And then two weeks later, he said it on his address. And so this is sort of unsanctioned. They keep trying to like make it legal, the squatters guys. Yeah. And the church hasn't done anything yet, but it, the Pope's kind of like. I got keep, you. I got you. I got you. That's enchanting news. End on that note. That's a very uplifting note to end on. Natch, episode 108, Unlucky Peach. Uh, whisper in your lover's ear. That's always a good way to spread love. Tell, tell someone you love the show. Tell them that we have a Patreon page, Natch9000 at Patreon. Instagram, Twitter, it's newsletter. all Natch9000. We have got, we finally got that kind of locked want, down. You want to reach out to us? Go ahead and text the Soundhawk. That's 303-548-6877. Till next week. Come back. Join us again. More food news, more original music, more imported music, more fun, more of this sorbet. I don't want any more sorbet. You're going to have some more sorbet.